Hey loves, I'm Squid. And I'm Cheer, and you're listening to Not, Not Your, Your Pick, Pick Me. Me, a podcast that highlights gamers and content creators who are breaking barriers in hopes of making gaming and streaming communities safer and more inclusive spaces for everyone. Stick around for some hilarious yet educational content. And just remember, no matter how much you want us to be, we're not your pick me. All right, everyone. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Not Your Pick Me. Today's episode focuses on black women in the gaming and streaming community. Today, we have our special guests, Sean J. Gaming and Jay Chalet. Uh, Shauna is known for her tournaments, events, and more recently competed in a captain spot for World Series of Warzone. Jay Chalet is known for her phenomenal DJing skills on an international platform as well as Twitch while tearing up COD lobbies on the side. We had the pleasure of getting to meet them while attending the Call of Duty Vanguard event in LA this past November, and we're really looking forward to hearing about their experiences as Black women in streaming and the gaming community. Um, why don't you guys tell us a little bit about yourself? What's goody, everybody? I go by the name of Jay Chalet, a.k.a. DJ Chalet, a.k.a. your booze favorite DJ. Thank you so much for that intro, Squid, and thank you so much for that intro, Cheer. Listen, um, I DJ. I just recently got into Twitch uh, over quarantine because my world of being outside turned into not being outside anymore, unfortunately. And um, that's how I came across the super dope Twitch community, realized that there is a DJing community. And then one of my really good friends introduced me to Warzone because what else is there to do when you're stuck in the house all day besides play video games? And um, I totally fell in love with the game and started thinking that I was just going to be like a casual gamer, but I'm extremely competitive being a previous athlete. And I don't know what kind of chokehold Warzone has on me now, but now I'm officially on the PC. I've got my stuff connected. I have the camera. I have all the good stuff. And sometimes outside of my DJ streams, I do stream Warzone. So back to what Squid was saying in regards to, you know, a little bit on the side. It's just, you know, here and there. And then I'll, you know, team up with Shauna and we'll kick some ass. Back to you, Shauna. Uh, yeah. So like Jay said, um, I play Warzone. We've been playing Warzone together for the past couple months now. Um, I'm tw- I just turned 26 recently. I mainly just upload, stream, play Call of Duty. That's just, you know, my love. I've been doing this since um, probably World War II. I think that I will say that's when I first started, you know, making content. And uh, these past couple of years, that's all I've been doing. And uh, yeah, and like Squid said recently, I was a captain for World Series of Warzone. And yeah. So awesome. Why don't we just freaking jump right into it? So we obviously have dealt with a lot um, on stream. There's been a lot going on with Twitch lately with like just people being terrible because they're locked in the house and bored and want to be mean for no reason. What has your guys' experiences been with, you know, misogyny, sexism, racism uh, while streaming? Um, like how how do you deal with it and what has your experience been? Well, I'll say, especially during quarantine, you guys know the hate rate stuff started. Um, I got hate rated quite a bit. Um, Twitch has implemented, you know, some security stuff now. So that's not really going on much. But, you know, just, you know, a thousand bots coming in your chat, spamming messages, you know, calling you all types of names and stuff. That's just the type of stuff that I've experienced. And even before the hate raids, you know, every now and then, you know, just a random, you know, bottle come and chat, you know, saying things that they shouldn't be saying, obviously. Uh, I mean, the way I deal with it is, I mean, I just brush it off. I, I ban and block people so easily. So that's just really how I deal with it. I feel like I have a, I don't know, kind of like just a, a strong personality when it comes to that. So like that type of stuff doesn't bother me. You know, people calling me names, you know, 
I get called names in Call of Duty lobbies all the time. Like I sit there and laugh at it. So yeah, that's been pretty much my experience with that. I feel that I like to, I'm kind of the same way where I don't let like the things they say to me bother me, but I always play with my food before I ban it. Like I just argue with them and yell at them. And yeah, I know I some people like to, you know, a, little, a, little, <laughs> a little tease or whatever, but I just literally like, I just instantly like, I'm just like, just ban. I don't even feel like talking to these people. Like it's pointless. <laughs> Sometimes I don't even know if I have enough time. Right. Like my, my mods are on it so fast that I don't even like, I didn't even know that something was said. Now my mods are like welcome. to entertain. AKJ. Okay, first of all, no, first of all, here, no, let's, let's, let's address this right now because I had to learn how to ban in Shauna's stream. I did not know. Like, I made her mod, didn't tell her anything about it. You know, I didn't just, know. I'm like, I just have an extra little square next to my name. Cool. I don't know what this means. And then I found out that I was a mod. And then it was actually during the World Series of Warzone where people were coming in saying some really sideways stuff. And I was like, type, type, type. I was like, wait. I'm a mod. I can do something. I don't know what it is. So I went to Google. How do I pull up Twitch mod view? <laughs> I was like, okay, there we go. By the time I got to it, some of her other mods had already blocked them. So I was like, all right, well, I'll just sit here and wait because I hope nobody else comes in being terrible. But, you know, it's, it was kind of going. So I'm like, all right. So here comes the next one. I literally go over to click the ban button. It said, Sean J had banned this person. And I was like, how are you banning this person faster than I'm banning this person? So I'm just sitting here with like my my, my mouse just hovering over the ban button. Just like, I don't know, because there was one person that came in that I thought, you know, because I like to give people the benefit of the doubt that might just, you know, it's just my personality in general. And so they came in and, and asked, how did Sean become a captain? So me giving people the benefit of the doubt, I was like, oh, well, because she's awesome and she was selected to be a captain. And then they came in and started saying some really inappropriate stuff about you know diversity thing higher whatever blah 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 that's when i was like all right where's that button ban and i was like period i just banned my first person i'm on a roll now anybody else coming here say something sideways so all that to say that is a story behind i wasn't necessarily playing with the food i was just trying to give somebody the benefit of the doubt you know like maybe they aren't mm. but they were because they usually yeah. are so now we know better now, they now always i'm are. a pro <laughs> in mod view with the ban button <laughs> I love that. Do you think? Do you think, Jay? That like, do you have mods in your chat? With, I, like, I have DJ? not um, known how to assign them. I just recently learned about giving people VIP things. So you know, checking it's one same, thing same off concept. the list. You know, so I still haven't given all the people VIP status that I've been needed to. So you, you said what? <clears throat> no. What'd you say? I said I better get a wrench. That's what I said. A wrench. That's yeah, the mod. Yeah, make me a That's mod. That's the mod. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah see, we're here. We're here. Okay, we're here. <laughs> but um, so yeah, so not yet, but I have to, yes. People are really nice in her stream. They are. I, you know, She has and, such a good community. And I was going to say, you know, I've, I've been fortunate. And I, I okay, don't want to age myself here as if I'm just so old, but I feel like I'm old. So I'm 28, right? And my niche market is adults grown mature adults that like listening to old school classics and just really good music so most people in my stream have a good head on their shoulders because they're not 12 year old boys trying to be whatever toxic and what's what's the what's the word 
that the cringe whatever they are whatever they that's are me. trolls that's what, that's what my fan base is that's that's no that's not your fan base your fan base <laughs> not my fan base but no, yeah, that's, that's the, the co- type of that's people the that come fan in because I, that's, like that's, that. that's yeah that because of the game i play i exactly. you know, i get a lot of younger children that come and chat and it's just yeah yeah so you know mo- <laughs> like i said my my crowd is working adults that after work will unwind you know with some music on my stream stuff like that sometimes when i have midday streams because it depends on my travel schedule now that things are opening back up again i'm not able to stream as much um, but i'll have like midday streams and so they'll be like on their lunch break so i have <laughs> grown-ass people you know in my chat so the type uh, you know most people that will come into my stream when they do come into my stream and say like some sideways stuff um i've been asked about my sexuality I've uh, been asked how can I DJ without headphones on, but I get that asked that off stream also. That's just a question. I'm like, I have eyes and I can see the wavelengths. And we're not in the era of just vinyl anymore. It's just a little bit different. You can literally see the song as it moves, but you know, I don't have the time to address those people anymore. Um, so those kind of comments or, you know, comparing me to like male counterparts or, you know, like I know somebody came into the stream because like Drake's DJ was streaming one day and they were like haha you're not you, you know drake's dj streaming right now and has this many viewers and i'm like okay it's also drake's cool. dj like <laughs> <laughs> i'm me i don't dj for anybody but myself and i have these many people here you know so um back to what Shana was saying i do i am blessed to have especially learning all about twitch to have a really um positive and uplifting um community that when somebody does come in and even begins to say anything even though they don't have mod designated wrenches um they'll come in and be like who the fuck are you what if you don't like it you can get out bye i've noticed that a lot i think a lot of people in in my stream will do that too it's like people come in and they're like excuse me what who are you talking to obviously you didn't read the room here because or you didn't before you click chat where it tells you the rules you clearly didn't read those rules either so uh, let me tell you about them The, it, the, it's also a difference in like the vibe people are looking for because right. if you're looking for a music stream you just want to hang out and chill if you're looking for a video game stream you want to watch people like rage typically especially if you're looking for call of duty so like yeah i feel like my viewers want to watch me slay out for the most part if i don't look over and reach out well nobody's gonna watch my stream because they're gonna be like this person doesn't talk to their chat at all you know if i never read my messages and stuff i'm pretty sure jay could literally just, i mean jay's always talking because she's djing but at the same time, it's not like, you know, she has to sit there and, you know, consistently reach out, even though she does. But <laughs> I was about to say, to. I do. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, you DJ screen need- over here, chat screen over here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I can definitely understand that. You know, that's something that I have noticed um, with me just even watching other streamers is that people will comment on if the streamer gamer gaming streamer talks to their chat. You know what I'm saying? And I guess that's, like Shauna said, a bit of a difference also in our um, streaming fields. Because, I mean, if I'm playing music, because there are other DJs even outside of just on the streaming thing that don't talk on the mic. They're scared to talk on the mic. So I feel like people are already used to either people will be on the mic when they're DJing or they won't be on the mic where they're DJing. Um, So I do try to make the effort to at least do both. You know what I'm saying? Because I am thankful for the people that are there. But I think it's a little bit easier for me to you know, chat with the people in my stream. Like if I'm, I'm not changing a song every five seconds, you know what I'm saying? Versus where Shauna, if she's in the trenches, she's not going to be like, hold on, there's somebody on top of hospital, but Hey, Johnny, welcome to, you know, she's not going to do that. You know what I'm saying? So I, that definitely makes it a little bit more difficult, you know, in the different fields that we're in. Whereas for me, if a song is playing, it can be playing for a minute straight and I'm, I'm not changing the song to the next chorus. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely have noticed that people, you know, get upset 
when it's, it's like, hold on, like, there's a lot going on here all at once. I mean, and no matter your size, I, I think people just have, have trouble understanding the fact that at the end of the day, I'm trying to be the best I can be on the game. So me, folk, I had to make a command, literally, it's called focus, you know, hey, I'm focused, I can't reach out right now. But when I get out of the situation, when I got a chance, maybe I'm, I'm running, we're just, you know, rotating, whatever we're doing, I'll look over and say something to the chat. And, you know, I do my best to, you know, stay as interactive while I'm trying to be competitive as well. So, And I think you do a really good job of that. Because, like, for me, when I do my gaming streams, because I'm used to talking so much on DJing, I feel like I overtalk <laughs> on the gaming streams. And I'm like, okay, let me stop. I'd be like, Jay, can you unmute your mic? Can we play the game? And I'm like, like my bad. She's, <laughs> she's over here having story time in the middle of the trenches, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> because don't ask me a question. Story I'm like, time. well, let We're me tell fighting. you a story. She's standing in a corner telling a story, bro. <laughs> Listen, I'm not in a corner. I'm just running and not having any communication with you. But mm -hmm. yeah, so I'm learning. You know, it's a balance. It's mm -hmm. a balance. That's really interesting because, like, I hadn't thought about that much because, like, Shauna, you are way more competitive, especially than more than Cheer and I. Like, we we enjoy winning, but we definitely goof around way more often. I I can if we, if okay, I'm all for goofing around if we are slaying out. But if we are getting our cheeks tossed, there is nothing funny. You need to focus up and let's play this game. But that's just my energy. That's why I said my energy is very aggressive on the game. <laughs> that's I mean, it's really it's really interesting because I think I I didn't think about that much because people do come on Twitch a lot to like have that community and have that conversation. And if they're not able to make those those like conversations within chat, they're expecting the streamer to keep that conversation with them. But when you're playing a game and you're as like competitive as you are and have the ability to like do well in these tournaments and get invited to tournaments and things like that, where you're able to actually make a lot of your income as well. Like people don't think of that. They don't think that like you are training in a way. Yeah. I'm like, like even like sometimes mid tournament people come in the chat, like, Hey, can I play? And I'm just like, you know, it's not even a, a being rude thing. It's just like, you know, maybe you didn't read the room because no, <laughs> you can't play. I'm in the middle of a tournament. And then it's like, well, you didn't have to say that. I did have to say that. <laughs> You're not just about to, you know, join my game and stuff. But I mean, my chat usually handles it. They make sure they interact with each other and stuff. Like while I'm, you know, locked in, then I come back and I literally go back in the chat and read stuff that I missed so that, you know, they feel, you know, appreciated seeing and all that. Because I mean, I do appreciate anybody that chills in the stream. So. All right, Cherry, you want to move on to the next yeah. Um, so this question's more for uh, Sean Jay. Uh, tell us more about things that have happened like in tournaments, like what have your favorite moments been? What have like memorable things been? Just how how is it? Well, I mean, I don't really have anything too crazy unless like I kill like a bigger person. I think the the craziest part about these tournaments is where, you know, we're fighting these bigger streamers. You know, either they'll their chat will come over and be like, you're insane. Can't believe you just got that killer. It'll be like, you know, you're cheating or you're bad and you got lucky. Stuff like that. It's just, it, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's a pretty good balance, though. I think more recently, I, don't, I think a lot of the, the bigger streamers have been, like, making sure they tell their chats, like, don't go over, you know, being hateful. And, you know, they'll actually come over and say nice things. I'm like, wow, you got you guys are actually nice. Like, thank you. Like, they'll, you know, they'll tell me, you know, good job for, you know, killing them, even though it's their favorite streamer. So, I mean, that's been pretty crazy to watch because obviously I'm small. I have a smaller community. So when I'm sitting there, you know, 20, 30 viewers, and then I shoot up to, you know, 200 viewers just because I killed somebody. It's like, oh, okay. 
Like y'all respect me a little bit. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of crazy too, because I feel like if like being a woman who is like streaming and gaming competitively, sometimes like that's where it comes into play. It's like, oh, that woman just just destroyed my favorite. Oh yeah. Me, so then no then, then there's also the, the the toxic side where you hey maybe it's a bigger streamer and they don't have a, as nice of a community and they're like, oh my God, I just died to a girl. And they say things like that on stream and and I'll go back and watch and I'm just like, hmm, interesting, intre- interesting comment you made right there, you know? Yeah. And I just keep, you know, little mental notes of stuff like that because then clearly I feel like, you know, you don't respect me because at this point, you know, people know who I am in these tournaments. So then to just say, oh, I just died to a girl or call me a B word, you know, something like that. It's like, hmm. I also think it's strange um, because we're grown ass women. And from what I've seen, most of the girl streamers that I do watch, girl streamers, they're all adults. So I think I always think it's interesting when the boys are like, you know, oh, I just died to a girl or girl this or girl that. And it's just like, we don't sit here and call you, oh, this boy just shot me. Like, I don't know. It's just really strange. And having, you know, played with Sean over the last couple of months, like, I've, like, what she just mentioned about like the, sh- the people from their stream coming over. Cause I'll have her stream up, you know, while we're playing or whatever, doing my mod situation. Um, I like it when they take the time out to say some positive things about her, but then when they like take the time out to say some negative things, it's like, you could have stayed your ass over in that other stream. We do, we don't, you don't need to do all that. That's a bit extra, but I'm like, wow, no. So that's something else that the COD community does. Interesting. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And speaking of like, I've seen when I'm not seeing uh, Shauna, you shoot your shot at Kaylee on Twitter. Ah, um, <laughs> ah! I mean, but like, also, can you blame her? We are not seen? blaming you at all. Have you seen it? Okay. <laughs> Kaylee knows um, what's up. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all heard it here first. Y'all heard it here first. Y'all heard it here first. Uh, Wait a minute. Um, but I've <laughs> witnessed recently like all this drama surrounding like the women in the competitive war zone scene and like y'all being like passed on, dropped, people not wanting to team up with you. Like mm. what has been going on with that? Um, okay, this is this is funny because in my last interview, they they started this. They were just like, tell us about the Doug thing, and they just hopped right in. So I'm glad we worked on some stuff before we got in there. But I mean, honestly, there was really nothing else to it other than it was a tournament where you had to have a woman creator on your team. Um, he messaged me asking me, did I want to play? I said, Of course I want to play. And then he started asking me, you know, about Vanguard, you know, if I played. I even sent him some clips of my last tourney where I did good. I knocked out some of the biggest teams. In one of these tournaments and he was just like you're a no-brainer let's get this money and uh then a couple hours later he wrote me and was just like hey so sorry um i picked up uh scumming in a different third um let me know if there's anything i can do and i said all good and i just left it at that and then i made i quoted efuse's tweet and i was like um i was like well you know i just got dropped anybody still need a female so then everybody's like what's going on we thought you were playing with doug and then that's where everybody started you know blowing me up and stuff and um, then eventually I made a tweet maybe the following day or two days later. And I was just like, um, I just basically just, you know, gave a breakdown of everything that I just explained to you guys. And for some reason that blew up on Twitter because everybody, I guess, thought it was funny. I don't know. 
Um, but yeah, basically whatever female he picked up, he couldn't play with her. So then he needed another female and the guy that he picked up left his team an hour before the tournament was supposed to start. So basically his team was in shambles and he had to find a whole new team to play in this tournament. And then everybody just, you know, was just saying, you know, karma, 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 karma. And that was pretty much the summary of that situation. (laughs) That's so crazy. That's like absolutely (laughs) ridiculous to me because like true, no brainer. Why, why at any point would you like, you got Shauna. Why would you sit there and be like, oh, everybody was like, wow. Because I posted, I actually posted a screenshot because people were thinking that maybe, you know, we played together or I did something wrong. But I was just like, no, my last message to him was literally like, hey, I'm ready to practice. And then um, after I posted a screenshot, they were like, wow, he called you a no brainer and then proceeds to drop you immediately after like. So is this the first time that something like that has happened to you, Shauna, or has there um, been I other haven't, instances? This is the first time I, I guess I've been like dropped, especially because that was like a really big tournament. So it was really public. The last World Series of Warzone, somebody said they were going to play with me. They signed the forms. They did everything. I found out from Activision that this same person signed up with another team and did not tell me that they were leaving. I understand it's a competitive community. People are People want to leave for the better team. But I think people just need to be more like professional about executing it. Like, don't let me find out from somebody else that you're leaving me to go play with somebody else. And that's usually what it is. Or they want to go play in a different tournament. I've had that happen. Like somebody was on my team. Then they got invited to a bigger tournament and they didn't play in the tournament with me. So I feel like, too, you don't hear all of this drama coming from guys with guys or like dudes with dudes. Like Mm. it usually almost always includes like a woman being added in. Or, like, a woman that's, like, being asked to, like, play. And it's almost like now Warzone and Activision and all these different, like, tournament people are like, oh, well, we're going to force you to add in a woman. A lot of of people don't like that, though, because a lot of people, you know, their take is, hey, we want to watch the best of the best. Why are you forcing women to be in there? But then, you know, then there's a conversation of, well, some of these women are the best of the best. And that's why we want them to be seen, because... People just don't have that respect for, you know, women gamers. And I mean, I'm completely fine with making sure that women get seen more. So, I mean, I guess you can be mad, but if it's not hurting you, there's no reason to be mad. People are just living their lives, doing their thing. And I mean, I'll be happy for any female that's, you know, getting opportunities for any of these tournaments. In your guys' opinion, what can the streaming and gaming community uh, do to be better? And do you think it's it has become more inclusive like since you started? I feel like I always have a couple answers for this kind of question, only because the field that I'm in is a male-dominated space as well, you know, with DJing and then the bigger being the music industry. Um, I strongly dislike, you know, the fact that this is just across the board, You know, I feel like no matter what space you're in, you know, that there's always this big gap between men um, and women. And, you know, I feel like with the popularity that Warzone in particular has gained over the last year, I think that there, you know, are a lot more men that could, you know, speak up about certain things. I had actually seen this clip um, on Instagram earlier that was talking about um, in certain industries gaming and music, you know, in particular, and that there's a different way that men can kind of champion women versus just being like, yeah, go girls, or yeah, support your women, you know, there's, you know, you can, they can kind of use their platforms a little bit more to speak up and not have such, like, really general 
here, queen, here's your crown type, you know, super general statements and actually make more of an effort to be more inclusive, you know, whether that is regularly playing on stream, you know, with more women or having, you know, just, just in general. So that way it's not, people aren't just coming into the streams and seeing that, oh, once it comes tournament time, because the game is now requiring people to have women on their teams, like making it more of like a regular thing to see bigger male streamers play the game with women. Um, I just feel like there's different ways that men should try to find to be more inclusive when it comes to women instead of women be like, hey, guys, why don't you guys try this? Or why don't you guys try that? How about you guys get together and figure out a way? Hey, because these women are just as impactful in this community as we are. And clearly there's a gap. So how can we figure out how to lessen that gap? And so I feel like being that boys are told earlier on that it's okay to play video games than, you know, girls. I feel like there's already like a couple year gap between being able to really develop as a player anyways, which will then give the guys more of an advantage naturally anyways, because if you're encouraged to, as a dude after football practice, go home and go play some football. And as a girl, you're encouraged to go read a book, go cook, go do something nice and girly. And you know, video games are for boys. And then you realize later on that you truly have a passion for it. I feel like that just changes, you know, the amount of years that you can actually use to develop that skill and then I feel like this like this is just so deep that it can like go into life you know I'm not gonna get into all that shit I noticed recently even with this tournament obviously the requirement was that you had a female player and actually I think maybe the last like two were and they were huge tournaments and afterwards the teams that won it was nothing but the pros showering the female players and you know calling her the MVP said like she I mean she absolutely did slay the last map you know clutch the game up but like seeing seeing the pro players, I mean, especially at the level they are, the type of base they have, just, you know, expressing their gratitude and letting everybody know they would not have won the tournament without their female player. I think like something like that, like that was like huge. And I think they even, you know, went and played again and they were able to win some more money like that. Just having moments like that that are just natural moments and it's not somebody forcing it, yeah. that'll, you know, stuff like that'll keep turning the tide. So. Yeah, and so that's what I'm saying. Like, even having squads that, you know, whether it's even a rotation, you know, that will have women in the, the team when you're just, you know, streaming regularly when the people that pull up to watch you stream, stream. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's really interesting too, Jay, because you were mentioning about, like, how these guys will just kind of do like a go queen or like, let's go like women, like support them. <laughs> yeah. um, it's almost like they're even just trying to cover their butts sometimes. It's yeah. like they're trying to cover all their areas of just like, I still, I support women. I'm not going to like invite a woman to be on my, my team, but like they're doing great over there. Like she's good, but she's not good enough for me. Right. You know, <laughs> Just imagine like earlier before they started like requiring women to like play on teams. If, there were even like even just one person that was like, you know what? No, for my squad, I'm going to have so-and-so play or I'm going to have so-and-so play and it's going to be us three guys and this one girl. That would have drawn a lot of attention and yeah. other people would have been I like... I mean, it's also about them knowing and actually watching them because, I mean, they want to, you know, like actually know how the female plays and stuff and not right. just, you know, picking up around. I, can, I completely understand that part. And then I think, uh, Jay, you were talking about, you know, like at the time you start playing games. So, hey... I grew up playing volleyball. I was full blown athlete. My, I wasn't even allowed to play the game during the week. And when I did play the game, I didn't have Call of Duty. So it's not that I haven't been playing games all my life. It's just not a game that I had. So when I got in college and I got this game and I started playing towards the end of you know college, like when I was graduating or whatever, it was just like, 
I was definitely behind the curve because, yeah, these guys have been playing since they were little kids. And I just started playing at age 20, whatever. And so obviously I'm still catching up. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. I, I mean, hey, maybe, you know, some of these guys are at their peak. By no means have I peaked yet because I'm still growing as a player. Yeah. So. And, and there's also a difference in, you know, growing up black versus growing up, you know, in other races. So there's already certain differences. And then, you know, it's just like I said, I feel like this, this is just a whole deep ass thing that. Yeah. You know, like even like deeper. parents becoming more supportive now. Yeah. My, I mean, even when I started as an adult, my mom was, you know, not supportive. And that's a common thing in the black community. Black parents not being supportive of their kids gaming. They're like, hey, why are you on the game all day? Go do this. Go get a job. You know, I had just graduated college. You you got a four-year degree. Why why are you in the house playing video games? And and now she's like, stay in the house, play those video games. Right. <laughs> so. Look, look, look at, at the tables. <laughs> They're always tired, okay? How the turntables, you know? Oh, how so. the turntables. Turntables! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, we made a DJ joke. Yes. But no, for sure, you know, and, and that's... that. that People don't understand that there's always layers to something, and, you know, there always are, most times, unfortunately, layers when it comes to, you know, growing up black or just being black in general and just in different spaces. You know, I've been trying to figure out what's my niche in, like, the gaming community, because I am nowhere near <laughs> peak anything come Call of Duty, okay? But I, I've been trying to figure out why this has, like, stuck you know what I'm saying for me, like, why have I been so stuck on this game so much so that I'm clearly spending thousands of dollars to play the game? And when I first started learning what Twitch was and finding different girls, because I didn't find Shauna until a couple months ago, actually, because obviously, naturally, I feel like this is very common for any black person that's getting into Call of Duty that starts watching Twitch. The very first person they start watching is Swag um, because, you know, he's the most advertised and then the, obviously the most popular in the black community as far as who's playing the game. And so I'm like, OK, surely he can't be the only one. And then obviously he plays with Jace Move. So I'm like, OK, surely Jace Move can't be the only one. All right, let me keep looking. Let me keep looking. And so kind of having it like dig into the depths of twitch to find you know when i first started obviously now my suggested suggests you know black people all the time because i follow a lot, a lot more black streamers but then i started to try to find like black women streamers and i'm like okay there's one <laughs> all right there we go hey oh there's another one all right you know there's a lot more far far between whatever far what whatever the american saying is far few in between few and far few, few and far, far. Between. i'm not from this country okay i'm german born and raised in germany english is my second language sometimes i'll be fucking shit up but then i pretend like i know what i'm saying all the time anyways so i'm um, trying to find you know more black and that's then how i came across uh you know shauna's stream and i did notice just like all women tournaments were just so small you know i think i remember going into Sensei Swisham stream and she was playing for like a $400, this was a couple months ago, like a $400 tournament. And I'm like, how come there's like these 10, 50, $100,000 tournaments mainly for guys, but then like for like girls, it's significantly less. So I'm like, you know, I feel like maybe that's part of why I was drawn to the game is to be able to help fund tournaments to, you know, that are more directed towards women and making sure that they have access to the, you know, larger amounts of money to be able to become full-time streamers like a lot of these guys have been, you know. You know, I'm not saying I'm dishing out $100,000 at once. That's not what I'm saying. Not yet. Not yet. 
but you know a couple grand here and there is not going to hurt anybody you know what i'm saying but at least getting that into the hands of women so that way they have the opportunity to compete and do the same things you know that the guys are doing so i feel like that's kind of been my space as i've been doing my twitch research over the last year and noticing you know a lot of differences between you know prize pools with guys and with with women and then obviously the support that guys get versus the women and stuff like that so it's it's difficult because we try and talk about these things in our stream all the time like we try and talk to these people and we try and like now we like shauna cheer um and i have these connections with activision too and like they're trying to include us in things and I think that whenever I saw that like Shauna was going to be a World Series of Warzone captain, I literally was like, fuck yes. But the thing is about Shauna, she's so humble. She was just like, yeah, Jay, you know, I said, excuse me. Let's pause this right the fuck here. (laughs) Hello? Hello, Shauna? Are you joking right now? Dude, like this is huge. I'm sitting here logging on to my fucking battle net. Your picture is everywhere. I'm in the game. Your picture. Everybody sees you. She's like, yeah. You know, I just, no, no, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, how do you like, think that made women feel like, especially black women who play the game to like I log on so, and see you there? So many messages. And like, I'm still like replying from like the, just the instant interaction. And I mean, obviously I'm beyond grateful, like stuff like that, you know, gets me all in my feelings. I'm like, wow, these, you know, all of these different, you know, people, young, small, you know, it doesn't matter. Like they're like, I look up to you, even people that are bigger than me, like, wow, like, you are inspiring a lot of people right now. And that, I mean, that is crazy to me. Yeah, (laughs) And I feel like naturally, as women in general, we just like to downplay things anyways, but especially as black women, because once again, that could be a whole other story. But it was just important for me to let Shauna know as my friend, like, yo, like, this is not just any fucking thing. Like, this is this is oh, even the Vanguard reveal of it, like, first of all i mean like i said we literally just met each other and then jay i told her about <laughs> was the it event. like september like, or october yeah no, like yeah, september it's, it's, yeah, yeah it's been a few months and then we we met each other and we've seen each other like every month since basically um but literally she goes oh that sounds dope let me let me check my schedule and like <laughs> you can you can have a plus one like i'm gonna be there and i was just like what and she up and booked a flight within like the next day. And I'm just like, what? And she's like, no, you're not, fin- you know, about to downplay this. Like, this is right. huge. I'm like, this is a huge deal. I'm like, D- do you have a videographer? Are you at least recording something? Listen, listen, Dude. listen, because she, she's, she's, she's deep. She's deep in this. And, you know, I'm just now getting into it. So I'm like, I didn't know. So she's like, so next time, you know, you got to have this, this, and this. So like having somebody who obviously she has, you know, a different, you know, look on stuff and she can just keep giving me that, that free game. It's just been crazy. So, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm very thankful for her. And then, um, what, what else did you do? Oh, well, so it, it was also good for her because, and then she comes out there and she meets her favorite artist and gets a picture with him. Oh, I didn't take yeah. a picture with anybody. If she gets a picture with big Sean, yeah. like, yeah, I, I know, like, I know, I know. I look, I look at her Instagram every day. Like, is she really gonna picture with Big Sean? <laughs> <laughs> because my that, like, when she told me about, it, I was like, she's just chilling, talking to Big Sean. Like, I was like, what? Yeah, and he, the <laughs> thing, the thing was, he he suggested the picture. I said, I mean, I was gonna ask, but since you said it first, yes. <laughs> so you're saying Big Sean has me. to have a picture with you? Yes, he did. Put that on your resume. I'm saying this is how this <laughs> this is how that interaction went. So I went to the VIP lounge to go get some water. 
I was getting ready to walk out. In comes Big Sean. He's literally one of my favorite artists, like, ever, right? So Nova, I introduced myself, let him know that I was a DJ. I was like, yo, I'm here supporting my girl, you know what I'm saying? Like, she down there killing it, whooping y'all ass, but that's beside the point. Um, but I just wanted to let you know, like, you're literally one of my favorite artists ever. I told him about, like, my favorite project of his. He, you know, obviously, I don't know if y'all keep up with stuff, but there was, like, drama recently in the news of, like, Kanye West, blah, 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 blah. So I just let him know, like, I think it's really dope that you're continuing to just push through and be true to yourself. I had, like, watched this interview that he did with Jay Shetty. Jay Shetty's one of my favorite people because he's just like so deep in whatever blah blah blah. so just letting him know and I you know I just wanted to tell him like I think you're really dope and I really appreciate the art that you continue to put out there you know he's like yeah for sure he's like yeah I really appreciate that he's like we should get a picture (laughs) yes so he gave it to the security guard (laughs) security guard took the picture we took one with flash and we took one without flash the first one was without flash and then and then he goes well we need to turn the flash on the security guy goes I don't know to turn the flash on big Sean grabs my phone does a little swipe up, does a little flash, gives it back to Oh my Alyssa. God, he touched your phone? You have to sell that. Honey, he touched my phone. He touched my phone. <laughs> <laughs> that thing has been in a Ziploc right. bag ever since. Yeah, like... <laughs> you see that fingerprint? That's not mine, okay? <laughs> she took it, like, put it to her cheek. She was like, I've touched it. Right. I'm, I text. I, I can't... Look, it's right here. I can't even push the A button anymore. It's not... I can't do it. <laughs> but then... Um, so then we got the picture or whatever, and then he kept, you know, going and doing his thing. I came back down was watching and then I came back up because I went to go talk to Rob and then as everybody was like leaving like he was leaving out and he was just like it was nice meeting you and like went for a hug I was like it was nice meeting you too (laughs) 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 so uh yeah but back to what we're actually talking about I just think you know and it was actually the very very first time Sean and I met because I had a gig because she like she said she lives in Orlando I had a gig in Orlando and uh, my girlfriend had come with me and one of my, uh, my really really good friends and we all went to dinner and started talking to Shauna and some of the lingo that she used only I know because I play the game so like nobody IRL says IRL okay so I'm like okay Shauna she is so locked into the game killing shit we need to get her out the house more. She needs to get out the house more, you know, because I feel like that's a lot, like, very common, <laughs> not just with Shauna, right? Just, I feel like in general, because, you know, as, as as streamers, you just put in so many hours, you know, behind the screen that you don't really get a chance to, like, get out much, you know what I'm saying? Because you're working. Are you saying we need to touch grass? I mean, do you know what it smells like? No, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. I live kidding. in New York City, no, I do not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, you know, just, just getting out and... We need to get Shauna out. You know what I'm saying? When she told me that some of the friends that we play with, like one of them she's met in person, one of them she hasn't met in person. They've been playing together for years. I'm like, I wonder how many other streamers have played with people for years and have literally never met them. I'm like, that's insane. Like her best There's friend, There's friendships Ray. that people have had for eight years then we we don't see each other. And that's crazy <laughs> to me. That's crazy to me. Like her uh, really good friend, Ray, like he came out to Ray the Great was up went to the vanguard event and she told me that that was the first time that they had met and i'm like what the hell like what y'all don't hang out in real life like just go see each other or something you know so i think that that was really good for them as well but it was just important for me to like show her like hey you have support you have irl support you know what i'm saying so off the game yeah like i want to come support because this is not anything once again what she's doing is not anything small regardless of her having a smaller streamer community or anything like that like the opportunities she's getting a lot of people would would love to have them and so it's important for me to champion in that and to highlight that for her and let her know yo like regardless of what the 
bots will come into your stream and say like you are the shit and keep getting better and keep playing you're gonna keep getting opportunities like this so (laughs) (laughs) so okay i guess we can go off of that as well about all these amazing things that have been happening what is the highlight of both of your careers so far well i mean clearly the highlight of my clear career is being a captain for world series of warzone biggest thing that's ever happened to me and then also being able to play in a reveal event for the new Call of Duty. So, I mean, both of those are just like top tier. Like I'm like, yo, one one day I'm over here standing, you know, Big Sean playing against Big Sean and Migos. And then, you know, another day I'm, you know, playing against the biggest streamers in the world. Like, <laughs> and then, uh, oh, and then I go to hang out with Jay for my birthday and I'm in a party with Drake. So there's just a lot going on right now. Like, hey, man. You know, <laughs> hey, man. I may know some people, you know, I don't know. I kid you not. We ended up at Future's birthday party and she was just acting like it was the most casual thing. So I guess I, I've made a friend that is in these spaces that I did. <laughs> hey, it wasn't. I was already her friend before I knew. So that's how y'all know it's real. Because I right, didn't know, right, right, you know, right, that right, she right. had these type of connections. And then, boom, I pulled up for my birthday and Drake is standing next to me. Like, I just. You know, I was I told her that I was like thankful for her because so my Twitter had gotten y'all already know that story. Anyways, whole new Twitter. But no, well, no, they don't know the story. They don't know the story, though. So oh, if you want to share oh, it. So um, <laughs> I'm a DJ and um, I post like a lot of mini mixes on my socials. And for whatever reason, Twitter was hating and they decided to suspend my last Twitter account because of the CMA stuff from the many mixed videos that I would post. So I had to start a whole new Twitter. And because I used an old email address, I didn't get the emails that said, hey, hey, hey. I just happened to check one day because I couldn't log into my account anymore. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so a brand new Twitter as of, I think, what, earlier this year or last year or something like that. I don't know. I know that a lot of, and I'm not on TikTok. I'm not a TikToker. So I know that a lot of gamers are on Twitter. <laughs> uh, and that's like, from what I've experienced, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, like that and, well, yeah, like YouTube too, but like the biggest like social platform for like all the streamers and gamers. And so obviously once I found her on Twitch, I ended up following her, stuff like that. She ended up following me back. So I was like, cool, dope. And so I just reached out to her and I was like, hey, like, there's ever a time you just want to have fun on the game um let me know you know i'm definitely down to play and she was just like you know what fuck it you know and let's play and so then that's how we ended up um becoming friends and so then i think it might have been what like two or three weeks later we're talking about instagram or something like that and then she was like oh yeah what's your instagram so i told her my instagram and she goes wait a minute i have like 160 something thousand followers on Instagram. She's like, wait a minute. Like, she's I didn't famous. Even... She's Instagram famous. She was like, I didn't even know any of this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I don't go into conversations like, hey, I'm Jay and this is what I do and this is who I know. You know, like, I just want to. Hi, my to... name's Jay. Here's my follower account. Right. Here's my follower account. Here's who follows me. Here's who touched my phone. About to hit 1 million on Facebook. Like, hello. Oh, like, wow. That's no crazy. way, yeah, dude. Let's go. She's famous. Let's she go. Just, she talks about me downplaying stuff. She downplays stuff because why didn't I know you have millions of followers? <laughs> because I, you know, I just, because what I've noticed is that social media is a social currency. And so I feel like a lot of people judge people based on their follower count, you know, and I feel like kind of makes it difficult to build like genuine relationships with people. So I don't, you know, I just, I don't know. Cause I thought she was joking about coming into town for her birthday. And then as it got closer that she sent me the confirmation ticket, I was like, oh, okay, cool. It's confirmed. Perfect. My girlfriend was like, Hey, have you ever been to a strip club? Sean was like, no. And I'm like, Atlanta's the city for that. So 
You are not wrong. <laughs> yep. Don't worry, Sean. I'm not going to tell your business like that. Um, we ended up going <laughs> to the uh, <laughs> strip club um, on her birthday, right? And then one of my friends hits me up and he's like, hey, Drake is having a pri- private party uh, at Dave & Buster's. Uh, pull up. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm like, Shauna, would you like to go to this? And she was like, yes. So I was like, okay, great. Let me call the Uber. Let's go and head out there. And it was actually Drake having a um, private birthday shindig for Future because it was just Future's birthday like two or three days before. Um I would not stop looking at titties to go But listen, Drake, but that's personally. the thing because Shauna wanted to go back the next day and the next day. <laughs> <laughs> so we returned the next day and we were only able to return the next but day. But that was because, because of Drake again. I was going to say because he rented out the entire, <laughs> not rented, but bought out the entire strip club for privacy. Um, Two Chains was there. A couple other people were there um, to continue the celebration for um, him just because he's rich and can do that. So then Sean was able to see her favorite, favorite stripper <laughs> um, again and engage in activities with, you know what I'm saying, with her favorite dancer who remembered her from the day before. So I was like, I see you, Sean. Hell I see yeah. you. Hey, oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. That's what that <laughs> meant. I thought, I thought that meant keep talking, out. no? I'm not from this country. I don't know. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so I guess I could kind of go, um, you know, it's my question. I mean, my answer for the question. Um, I've been the official Falcons game day DJ for the last three years. So when they first asked me to do that, that was the largest crowd that I'd ever DJ in front of. And it was the Falcons and Saints um thanksgiving game so it was sold out at seventy-two thousand people so that's the largest crowd i've dj'd in front of um while in out green room i've dj'd for bet i've dj'd for essence i've dj'd for novartis i've dj'd for a number of different um fortune 100 companies in the clubs i've dj'd for gucci main i've dj for the migos i've dj'd for cardi b i dj'd uh, lebron james's birthday party that he was having for Kentavious caldwell pope um DJ at a lot of those events and then I've also toured by myself as an act um I actually shortly before quarantine kicked in I was in New Zealand and was supposed to have two sh- three shows in Australia when they were like yeah you may want to go home before you can't go home anymore and I was like okay so those shows were postponed to later on in the year and then COVID did stop and kept fucking going so then it got postponed to this year and it's still postponed at this point till next year so <laughs> um Old, I love this so Corona. much. <laughs> I love this so much because Jay's over here hyping Shauna up and is like, hey, 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 like you're doing all these great things. Like you're downplaying it. And Shauna's like, you're downplaying you as well. Like, let's <laughs> let's get this straight. Everyone's downplaying themselves. Yeah, yeah. And like, what this girl is doing, like clearly on another level. Right. Like, hey, and look. <laughs> and I was over here, I was over here in LA being like, do you have any mixes? I'll play them on my stream. <laughs> and <laughs> Shona's like, are you gonna give her money for it? And I was like, I was like, I thought I was just helping. Like, no shit, no. <laughs> help no, it's, it's all good. It is. All you good. need her help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, like like the, the way the way I look at it is, you know, I feel like my purpose because to me, music is a universal language. Music is also my love language. It happens to be my sweater. This is not a shameless plug. I just literally put it on today for the video I shot earlier, and then I didn't feel like changing because I took a nap. The video you That's shot a- were the hoodies that you're dropping? No. Okay. 
That's crazy. <laughs> I haven't gotten to that one yet, but My I bad. need to. Yes. yes, 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 yes. Um, and so you know, I just love that music brings people together, and like for me, having traveled the world and seeing that everybody just about listens to the same kind of music is just like mind blowing to me. Um, and so I just feel like my purpose is just to make people have a good time. I don't know, you know, like I stumbled into DJing. I never wanted to be a DJ. That's a whole other story. Like I, I never thought that I would, first of all, I thought I was going to be in the WNBA. Like you couldn't tell me nothing else. I was about to be Lisa Leslie's best friend. That's exactly what it was going to be. Candace Parker, BFFs. By the way, she's really cool also. Um, <laughs> really cool person. Um, I'm just uh, going to throw that in there. Shout out Candace Parker. <laughs> Candice, if you're listening right now, right, if you're just listening, like... what's up, girl? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I thought I was going to be in the WNBA, and then that didn't. We're not going. We don't have to get into that whole story. But you know, just I'm big on just figuring out what my purpose is in life, and I just think at this point that I'm at now with me doing 99 different things um, and having 99 different interests, you know, is encouraging people to create the life that they want to live you know because my mom my parents have been supportive my mom has always been my number one supporter um but at, after graduating school I accepted a job with a pharmaceutical company and um I thought I was going to be a singer I know I'm like listen that's what I'm saying I've just I've been just doing everything well that's that's why I feel like it's part of you know honing in on my purpose leaving that company my dad telling me so you're choosing to leave a salaried 401k pension benefited company to do what become a singer and he was like, you know how many millions of people are trying to do that? What makes you think that you're going to be able to do it? We've had this conversation since, so he knows that I'd be talking about that because that really hurt my feelings because it really did because I'm a daddy's girl. Um, but it kind of like pushed me. He's al He has always shown me like tough love, whereas my mom was just like, yay! Oh my God, you colored inside the lines. Oh my God, you're the best ever. You know, <laughs> like just two totally different types of support from my parents. Just having or reminding myself to be fearless, even though I don't know how I know where I want to be but having absolutely no idea how I'm going to get there but being open to the right kinds of opportunities has helped me mold the life that I want to live and I'm the first entrepreneur in my family you know I feel like my brother he my brother games and I feel like I've kind of shown him like hey this is not that far-fetched like you can create the kind of life that you want like you don't have to be stuck in this mold of what people say that a life looks like you know what I'm saying or a regular job looks like because I don't know how the hell I was gonna make money DJing I thought you could only DJ in the club and then that was it and that's not the situation you know what I'm saying so I feel like that's just been my purpose is just showing people like hey you can create the life that you want and you can do everything that you want to do I know it's like a very do it. lengthy <laughs> answer but I just think it's important for people to know that they can create the life that they want it's not easy but you can do it. Yeah. And you don't have to have shit figured out. You could just fall into things. I, that's what I, yeah. I hated video games. I asked, I started playing as a joke and now here I am. So I feel you. <laughs> I've been winging it. I'm out here just winging it. Just figuring it out. I'm just figuring it out just every day. Just winging and winning in life, bro. <laughs> Even when you got people in your ear telling you it ain't, it ain't going to work. Period. You know? Especially then. And I mean, it, it could be years. So, hey, I've been I've been doing this for years and hey, it wasn't working for years. And maybe it just started, you know, getting better this past year. But hey, you know, I feel like it was all worth it. All the struggles and stuff that I went through, like it was in the long run, it was worth it. Yeah. Like I, I was right there with cheer. I was not I was gaming on the side. I didn't hate games. I love games. I played I played them all the time. But being from Alabama and um, the area that I'm from, like I had a specific life path that I was supposed to live. And none of that included playing video games, 
quitting my job and being gay. So hey, but hey, uh, but here we are. <laughs> Thrive here we That's are. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I literally, I I went, I did under, I did my undergrad degree in sports media media production. Got my master's in higher education administration. Had my plan, like was ready to go, like was married, like all that shit, all that stuff, and that all has completely changed. And I've never been more happy with being able to be who I am. Yep. Yeah. And I feel like yeah. we're in an era where it's easier to do that with the internet. So, you know, whereas some people may not have had the same opportunities years and years ago, I feel like as long as you have access to Internet, you can literally do and be anybody you want to be, whether that's a fucking troll or, <laughs> you know, a really great person. So. True. Yeah. And then I think a lot of people have this. I get messages all the time. They're like, how do you have the confidence to like stream and be yourself? Because obviously I'm a, a more dominant female and like, oh, you know, a lot of these girls streamers, they're thinking like, oh, my gosh, I have to get on. I got to get on stream. I got to have on this makeup. I got to, I got to be cute. I got to, you know, make sure. No, I got on and I said, no, you're going to watch me because of my gameplay, not because you're over here, you know, simping over me, fascinated about all the wrong things. Like, I mean, Hey, my streaming career maybe would have gone a little different if I looked more like I did in high school. And, you know, I, I was portraying to be somebody I'm not, but I want people to love me for who I am. And I'm completely comfortable with the skin that I'm in now. So. So I guess, I mean, that kind of goes into a little bit more about like being comfortable in your own skin, being who you are and loving who you are and making sure that when you're streaming, you are yourself. Um, we talk, obviously, this whole podcast is based around not being a pick me and being your own person. And women aren't the only ones that have that are pick me's. Anyone can be a pick me um, in any situation. What are some situations that y'all run into? I'm going to make this answer short and sweet in my space, especially in the music industry. There are a lot of pick me's, a lot of women pick me's. Um, there's one who I'm thinking about in particular uh, who DJs for an artist and she will like literally play a song and then go in front of the stage and just go twerk and like just go shake her ass and like barely have any clothes on and do what she needs to do. And then goes back around a DJ booth and then the artist will come back and, you know, start doing whatever. And I'm just like. I mean, I'm sure I could do that too. Probably travel the world with my ass yes, hanging could. out. You know, all right, Sean Trees, I'm gonna need you to pipe it down. All right, I'm gonna need you to pipe it down. <laughs> I, my look, bad. She, I wasn't looking. She, I wasn't looking, bro. she is blessed in the front. I'm blessed on the back. If you are catching my drift here, <laughs> but um, you know, in the, this. this <laughs> But no, all that to say, there are definitely a lot of, you know, women, primarily women pick me's in, in the industry, unfortunately. Um, and I just think a lot of that can be, um, you know, just the Internet. People want to be seen living their best lives and having these bags and going on these trips and doing all these things. And, you know, guys are willing to pay for that. So the easy, the more of a pick me you are, the easier it is for a guy to spend money on you, you know, so... I'm gonna just leave my answer at that. Yeah, I mean, I just, I literally, like I just basically said, I just take pride in the fact that, you know, I have gotten the respect from, you know, the bigger streamer, you know, you know, Mel's and like, just the fact that people respect me for my gameplay has nothing to do with them wanting to flirt with me because for like, they know, uh, every, every guy in this community knows better than to, you know, try me on that level. So I think it's just, you know, just about just being respected and respecting yourself and, I mean, hey, more proud to you if you do it, but I just take pride in the fact that I didn't have to do those things to get where I am. 
I think something too that we've noticed about like pygmies, it's not even that they always want someone to like flirt with them or like be in love with them. It's just that they feel like they're going to like, they'll even make jokes about their own marginalized communities just to like get a laugh out of it. Yeah. Or like if women see other women on the other team, they're like, oh yeah, you fat bitch or whatever. And you're just like, excuse Hello? me, what? Like yeah. you're a woman. Like why, where is that there? I'm like, you know, I died, to, you know, another female streamer. Okay. Hey, I died to her. But you know, you go into some other people's chat and they're just like, can't believe I died to her. I, I, sh I should have won that. And like, oh, you should have. But you did. Maybe next time. Maybe, maybe next time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like sad. I once we I can't I think we were playing together, Squid. We ran into people in a search and destroy lobby and they were like screaming the N-word at us. And then one of them in the beginning was like, cheer, like I'm your fan. And I was like, you are not my fan if you are hanging around with people screaming that. And then she came into my chat and I clicked on her profile and it was a young black girl. And she was like, oh, those oh. are my friends, like blah, 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 blah. And I had to be like, I'm not playing the game right now. I'm sitting here and I'm telling you, you can't you can't be around that. You can't let them think it's OK and that it's a joke because they're going to like part of it. You are part of the problem. Right. I mean, like, yeah, that's basically what you're letting her know. I mean, yeah. there's I mean, I definitely feel like growing up, I mean, I was in private school a majority of my life. So, hey, I will say when I was younger, that was that was a thing that I dealt with trying to to fit in and, you know, uh, like make sure, you know, all, all the white kids like me, make sure I had all the nice things that the white kids had. And once I first of all left private school, I really just got a different outlook and, you know, started loving myself for who I was more because you know, I didn't have, you know, people making me feel lesser than and I didn't have to sit here and listen to, you know, people say that I'm like, hey, it's OK, because, I, you know, I put an A on it. No, it's not OK. I'm going to be your ass. Literally IRL. Out. <laughs> IRL. 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 Yeah. So, I mean, I was I was picked on. I mean, I know it's hard. And I mean, I literally ended up leaving that school after I, I did end up putting my hands on somebody. But they deserved it. OK these white kids at my school they put toilet water in my water bottle mm. yeah no, so like i wasn't necessarily popular I, I got picked on i got bullied like literally stuffed in locker type stuff and now here i am you know on the game you know vibing and stuff and now they log into warzone and see your face exactly yeah they're like oh my god my husband watched like no mm -hmm. get off my facebook mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> You think it's I forgot? Crazy. I didn't. I don't even know how you got here, but you're deleted. <laughs> it's very interesting because obviously, like, Cheer and I cannot speak on specific issues and things that, like, you all have experienced personally. Um, but I think that it's really interesting that how that enableism kind of comes into play of, like, whenever you just honestly sometimes are just trying to be safe. Like, you're trying to find a space and feel like you are accepted and included and you start like sometimes people start doing these enabling type things and that's where like this pick me type behavior comes in of like i just want to feel accepted and safe literally that's literally all it is like just wanting people to like me that's what my mom used to say you want everybody to like you need to stop everybody doesn't need to like you you need to go be you and worry about yourself and that's something i mean hey i still struggle with it today not n more so on that part but just even like even like on a friend standpoint it's like I'm like, oh, are you are you are you overdoing it? Do you need to, you know, calm down a little bit? But yeah, that's just You're a great friend, Shauna. Don't overthink that. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> My heart. <Aww. laughs> 
But I think I think everybody that you know, I think that's something that everybody's working on. Well, should be actively working on is learning how to really love yourself and love the skin that you're in. What I've learned is that the internet makes it seem like there's a lot more bad people than good people, and it's that's not how it is IRL. So <laughs> there's obviously stuff also in real life, but like the volume of people is a lot. You're a lot more people have access to you online than in real life. So. People also get those internet balls where they they think they're hidden, so they'll right. say more things than they would in real life. Right. On on a more positive note, um, <laughs> who do you look up to or admire? Um, who has influenced you, um, and who has helped you love yourself for who you are? Um, when I first started, you know, playing the game, I was actually playing with like swag, Ocean Opeezy. Um, ears, those were the type of streamers that I was around. You know, that was like back on, you know, what Jay said earlier, finding other black streamers, content creators. And this was all when everybody was, you know, a little bit smaller. So, hey, I was just on the game, you know, playing with them, chilling. And they were like, hey, you know, you're good enough to upload this game. I mean, it's like you're out here dropping nukes just like us, you know, get on the content grind and, you know, just see where it takes you. And obviously I was in college at the time. So, I was still having to go to class and stuff. And it was a little hard to balance up at first. I started off streaming at first. And then when I finished college, that's when I really got more into, you know, uploading and focusing on my content. So that was, you know, a big inspiration into, you know, my career now. And now he's one of the biggest people in, you know, the gaming space. So that's crazy to think that, you know, that's how my journey started. And then, um um, who's influenced me? Uh, like another streamer I look up to is Story Mode Bay. Um, I'll be in her stream and we're just rewatching a show and I'm, you know, fully invested, interacting in chat. Like it's rare, like, especially once you start doing your own content and stuff that you, you know, you have time to go hang out in other people's streams and stuff. Like I used to have so many hours watched on YouTube now and, you know, now it's like, okay, I can pop in, I can chat for a little bit, whatever. But she's one of those people that it's just kind of like, okay, no, I stayed with it. And I, you know, I keep watching her and I watch her grow and the, you know, the things that she does and opportunities that she gets in the gaming space like I really look up to that like she was just casting for the Olympics in Tokyo and she's a gaming streamer like that's insane to me so that's really cool oh and the last one um who's helped me love myself for who I am um I don't I I don't know myself honestly like I I really I these especially these past couple years since I've been out of school I really kind of feel like I've been you know by myself to myself I didn't really necessarily have a lot of support. I know I have a lot of support now. Please don't get upset with me, guys. I understand that, you know, you guys support me now. But these past couple of years, hey, I didn't feel that support. And that's just, you know, a personal thing that I felt. And I just had to keep, you know, pushing my own self. You know, I had to drive myself with my own motivation because I wasn't necessarily getting it from other people. That's huge because so. that's that's not common. A lot of people wouldn't say themselves. And I think that that's huge because I think everyone should get to that point that like you have helped yourself love yourself the most because like we're the person that we always have. We always will have. And so I really I'm really glad you just said that. That's that's huge for you. And that like also shows like where your head is at on things and why you're also being able to be so successful. Hey, hey. <laughs> um, like I said, for me. I never thought that I was going to be a DJ, so there weren't really, like, DJs that I was, like, watching growing up or, you know, anything like that. I did get the opportunity within my 
first year of DJing to open up for DJ Jazzy Jeff, though. So that's definitely been, I t- totally forgot to mention that earlier. I've also been on a panel with him since, but that's definitely been a highlight because he's obviously arguably one of the most legendary DJs ever. Um, but to me, Rihanna is the epitome of not boxing yourself in and creating the life that you want to live. I really admire really strong and powerful women. And I feel like she's very strong-minded and very, like she has a lot of conviction behind the things that she does and she's an executor. And I think that's what a lot of people in general lack in order to achieve the level of success that they want to achieve is consistency and that execution behind their thoughts and their ideas. And from what I've seen from an outside standpoint, Rihanna, if you're listening, call me girl um is that you know that that's something that she's done for herself in her life you know so her recent or the recent rumors about her being pregnant reminds me of an interview that she had where you know an interviewer had asked her she go you know she was like so when do you think you're gonna settle down have kids blah blah blah, or something you think you're ready for a man and you know her whole response was like I'm not worried about all that right now like my life is not defined by my relationship or a relationship or a man or woman for other people you know what I'm saying like I'm doing what I want to do right now and that just really spoke to me because that's kind of how I feel about you know myself is like I'm rediscovering I mean literally within the last year that I love Warzone you know so it's like I'm in a constant state of like rediscovery and allowing that for myself instead of just like closing that out because I feel like I should be just focused on this path you know and me doing this doesn't mean that I can't do this or that I'm not doing that so Rihanna definitely has a has had a big impact in my life in in that regard. Who has helped me love myself? Um, you know, my answer is like Shauna's is you know myself. I feel like you know once I got on that path of entrepreneurship and just kind of kept going, it kind of forced me to, especially in the lowest of lows that I've had, broke, overdrafted in that count a whole bunch of shit you know um shout out to my dog though kyle he's held me down for the last eight years that's my bff um i love that your dog's name is kyle hey man that's my best friend okay (laughs) my furry best friend Um, now listen emotional support to a t if i'm crying if i'm happy like that guy has been there through heartbreak everything so i'm telling you i i love that that was both (laughs) of y'all's answers thanks we literally only have ourselves to the, like at the bottom line. Like we have ourselves, and we have to love ourselves. Like, hey, at my lowest of lows, I was definitely all I had. So <laughs> yeah, that's what sure. I'm saying. So it, sometimes you're the only person, or it feels like you know you're the only person that you can count on. You are all you got. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, you have people that truly love and truly care about you, but going out by yourself. So. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Well, I just want to say thank y'all very much for your time and the responses and experiences and personal things that y'all shared with us today. That was that was really awesome. Thank you for having us. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> something that we do at the end of our podcast, similarly to Twitch, since we are streamers, um, we want to be able to send the community off to other streamers in hopes of like highlighting their amazing efforts and their amazing streams um, and those upcoming creators as well. If there was anyone that you guys could raid right now, who would you say that would be? Man, there's so many. I know. 
Oh, Ray the Great for sure. I mean, hands down, that's my boy. Oh, that's facts. My boy. But yeah, facts. Ray just, I mean, he's a, a person that is consistently grinding. I mean, this man uploads every day, multiple platforms. You know, he's doing he, he's doing the work. It's just all about, you know, timing. So whenever he gets his shine, I would love to see it. But right now, I'm glad that he's still, you know, doing his thing and keeping his head down and, and being humble. So For sure. Big shout out Ray the Great. Met him. For the um, Vanguard release thing. Such a sweet person, literally. Wonderful guy. Yeah, he was so chill, so nice. Super, <laughs> super cool guy. Um, I would probably have to say my homeboy, DJ Artistic. He just has a smaller community on Twitch, but he is doing a thing IRL. But since we're talking about Twitch stuff, you know, um, definitely would send, you know, a lot more people his way. He's based in California. He's basically Issa Rae's official DJ. He's... Very California, born and raised California. I believe his dad is a DJ also. And so he has like West Coast Wednesdays on his Twitch where he'll play nothing but like West Coast music and he'll have like trivia nights and he's really, really well versed in music. So if I had to get a Twitch community to, to check out a, a dope DJ streamer, I would definitely say DJ Artistic. Thank you everyone for listening. Please make sure to follow our amazing guests uh, on their socials as well as join our Discord. Follow our raid suggestions and uh, thank you for listening. And thank you, uh, Shauna and Jay Chalet for hanging out and talking to us. Thanks for having thank us. Thank you for having us. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Not Your Pick Me, hosted by me, Squid. And me, Cheer. Join our community over on the Discord and follow us on Instagram and TikTok for more exclusive content. When you leave a review, tell us about the topics and creators that you want to learn more about. Our executive producer is Janice Masco of Empowerment Ventures, and our theme music was created by Brandon Peralta. Until next time, guys, all my lovins. And thanks for hanging out.